<laughs> I'm in a mood as well. I'm in, mood. I'm in a mood. Good <laughs> evening and welcome to the Obelisk. Tonight's guest is David Cruz, the first. Dave Cruz was born in Oakland, California. He grew up learning about strange lore and urban legends from family and friends. Stories of witches, vampires, and even possessed dolls, Robert, were often told at family gatherings. Growing up, Dave watched shows like In Search Of, Ripley's Believe It or Not, and That's Incredible. Dave has witnessed UAP once as a teen and more in his adult years. He was interviewed and spoken and has spoken with numerous experiencers and researchers in the UFO and paranormal community on his own show, Beyond the Strange. Dave, welcome to the Obelisk. Welcome aboard, Dave. Did I do your bio proud? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That was fantastic. All right. <laughs> that was great. Appreciate it. Sounds like, did you read it from somewhere, Jerry? He sent me one and then I had to like totally destroy it. So, <laughs> yeah, I did. I'm glad you did. Jerry, the well, I don't want to talk about fucking Russ. It's he's not here. <laughs> oh, no, okay. but you, you guys should. You guys should definitely have a long show. He's he, he's a great guest. Oh, absolutely. Just an FYI. So, but well, anyways, you know, we do interesting people. We love interesting people. Thank you. Who does? I feel. I, I really feel honored and privileged to be on tonight. Sure. <laughs> Wait. Oh, please. You're our OG, your crew. <laughs> I can't believe we haven't had you on already. I, I'm actually totally 100% shocked. I've, I've been bugging him for two years. Like, dude, come on the show. Come on the show. He's like, okay, okay. And I never do it. I never invite him. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't, so y'all have, y'all are doing something else, aren't you? Uh, that depends. I, I do all kinds of stuff. I, I mean, over the years that I've been streaming, uh, I guess that's what you want to call it. Uh, started with Beyond the Strange and gone through like five different shows. And right now we're doing Beyond the Strange and we're doing uh, Pulp Addicts, which is, it's a pop culture show. And it's just really awesome. You know, we don't have to worry about getting guests and talking about UFOs and paranormal and stuff like that. It's basically just you know talking about tv shows and superhero movies and just but, whatever we want to talk about but it's all exoteric stuff it's not esoteric at all it's only you know like like tv show reviews like oh that's that show sucked or the show is great or we don't like dig into the meanings behind the shows are you part right. of that chair i am yeah. dave yeah. wrote me into See, that and he wrote me into this other show midnight blend I, somehow Min I've missed the new show. I don't know how. I don't see any advertisements. You guys. It's don't on see Twitch. Me. Okay. Because nobody uses Twitch. <laughs> Jerry has this thing about Twitch. <laughs> he just hates the shit out of it. I don't so hate it. Funny. It's just I don't think it's gonna. It does your show any good to be there. That's all. Okay. Well, well, I only learned about it when you were on my recent roundtable, Dave, and of course that's not going to be out for a minute. But I only mm. just learned about it, so you know, make uh, send it out to me, and I'll retweet. Jerry, you should be doing that. <laughs> I, 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 hold on, guys. I'm putting on some latex tonight, and I'm going to ride this hard. 
Nice. I retweet them all the time. <laughs> I guess it does not come across my feed. At all. <laughs> you said, By the way, I think Jerry was choking on his chicken. No, 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 no. I, my chicken's done. I was choking. No, he on... was eating. He was eating chicken earlier. <laughs> yeah, when I went out for food at nine o'clock, I, I was choking. I took a big hit of vape, and then someone made me laugh. Oh Lord, <laughs> I love it when those uh, the puns become real life examples. Yes, <laughs> is it wrong for a man to love a pun? See, so that's did, what I'm like. Did I hear, did you all have Gigi Young on recently or something? I heard Gigi he had Young. a Gigi. Did G- you have a Gigi, Gigi Young? Gigi Rabbit. He's a co-host. That's okay. Gigi Rabbit. I heard, I yeah. just heard mention of Gigi and I'm like, who? The only Gigi I know is Gigi Young, so. Yeah, he's he's G.G. Not G-I-G-I. Okay. He does, he does the uh, Shift Happens show. I don't know if you've seen that in the Twitterverse. Yes, I definitely know that that show i feel like i i feel like we've had i don't know why I, there's so many people now you know how this goes dave all the years and then all the people oh, yeah. and it's hard to remember for me at least like who the hell have i talked to You're right yeah no i i get like that too believe me i i do well one of the things i really enjoy about you it, it's very similar to me and jerry obviously is that Jerry and I like to Jerry and I uh, <laughs> is that I know to write that down that way, Jerry. However, um, I'm going to break into slaying and cut shit up. So you're just you're having an OCD night. Oh, please do. <laughs> anyway, um, what I'm saying here is that I like that that we all three seem to have this sense of curiosity and like doing other stuff. You know, so all these different shows, all these different kinds of explorations into what we do at the core. And I think it helps widen the field for all of us, for anyone that might maybe audience or, or colleagues in the in the in the field, all that. There's something fun about it. It's it's like having new candy all the time. Yes. It keeps things fresh, I think. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and people on their toes. Mm. I love indeed. it. Indeed. So how did your pop culture show come about? I've been wanting to do that for a while, actually. Um, I just love things that are poppy, if you will. Uh, it's basically more like superhero comic book, you know, DC versus Marvel kind of stuff. And then whatever other stuff that's out there, like Sandman and... um just stuff like Which that. Which is starting very soon. Very soon. I can't wait. Ooh. I saw the latest uh, the latest trailer was pretty good with the Lucifer Morningstar, who is now a woman. Oh. Of course, you have to gender swap it. It's not. I don't know if I... Who was Lucifer Morningstar before? Is that the original name? I don't know Tom, if I remember this. Tom Ellis, I think. Tom Ellis, yeah. The Brit. Yeah, another Brit. So it's, it's a Netflix show called Lucifer. It was on CBS. Oh, uh, Fox. I, oh, that Fox actor is Fox. now an actress. Well, well, no, that that character, they all come out of the DC universe. The character does. Sandman's in DC universe. The whole, whole storyline is, but the the Lucifer character in the TV show didn't make it into the the new Sandman show. Right. 
They okay. totally recasted it. They totally yeah. recasted it. Yeah. Okay, uh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, I got yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm a little slow today. It's all good. Oh, that's yeah, all good. Yeah. It's kind of like the ha- how they have black dwarves now in, in Lord of the Rings. I got dogs jumping on me. I'm having troubles. That's oh, funny. You have dogs. Jerry has cats. <laughs> I have I have a cat. We just got a cat. Oh, kitty cat. Yeah. Everyone makes that sound. I'm making that sound. What's your kitty's name? My, my cat's watching TV right now. <laughs> uh, our kitty's name is Evie. Oh, I love that name. Reminds me of V for Vendetta. <laughs> there you go. Uh-huh. I don't think she was named after her, but uh, it's a good name. I like it. It's the first name that it's the first reference that came to mind. You can tell where my head is. Oh no, I understand that. No, that's a good, that's a great movie. That's uh, that's something that. See, if we were to do that on Pulp Addicts, we'd have to analyze it, talk about the conspiracy theories and all that stuff, and we just don't do that. We just go, you know, right for the jugular, like this actor sucks <laughs> or something, <laughs> you know, or you know, like like Jerry likes to say, "M's she you." <laughs> that kind of thing it's it's true it's the mcu do you see the phase phase five jesus uh no it just looks awful see people are pissed off about black panther uh going towards uh shuri being the new black panther instead of recasting t'challa and killing and not killing him off but you know whatever I don't care. I'm not going to see it. Just that when I heard when that trailer, I heard that trailer and it started up and I hear no woman, no cry and some kind of you know, bullshit. Uh, what do they call it? That's Rasta cover. Yeah, but it's a cover. It is. And it's slow. It's like <laughs> no woman, no cry. Like really slow. Yeah. Sung by a woman. I'm like, oh, this trailer is going to suck. And it's like all female. Oh Lord, and it, Jerry, you're getting triggered. Oh, I was triggered by that. That was, <laughs> but the, uh, hmm. that was horrible. It was horrible. <laughs> the whole movie, the whole next phase, Marvel's fucked, and they're yep. gonna they're gonna learn that by the end of this phase. Quantum's fault. <clears throat> no, it's Karen Ken- Kathleen Kennedy's fault. It could be, and Feige partially too. I think it's well. I mean, he's he's got a part in it, but. Yeah, it's all their faults. They should have made John mm-hmm. Favreau president. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> and things would be great. Mm-hmm. But now you Absolutely. know they can't show half their movies in China or Saudi Arabia or Pakistan because they got gay characters, and they refuse they refuse to remove them. Yeah. So they're losing half their revenue. If I was a shareholder, I'd sell my stock and be like, "Fuck you." That's mm-hmm. so crazy. You know, I'm not. And neither no, am I. A, neither a am I. Hardcore lefty, but that shit is just illustrates exactly right. some of the bigger points that a lot of us talk about. I myself am half gay and half black, so. <laughs> well, now that everybody's <laughs> able to identify, well, not even, not even. Now we're being forced to identify as something. <laughs> uh, I refuse to be labeled. And don't even start with you pronouns. Know, I'll tell you. I'll give you. I'll tell you something. The thing that, tr- that triggers me the most, it makes me boils my blood, is the word cis. When I hear people call refer to someone as a cis male, 
I had to look it up, Jer. I've used it a couple times because I don't know. What do you do say? Not, a straight? A cis? Yeah. Straight. Yeah, cisgendered. Oh, a cisgendered it's male not a gender. or female. It's a sexual preference. It's not a fucking gender. <laughs> Dragon Runners wants to know what, what is what does it? What does it actually stand for, though? Is I, nothing. It's a made up, it's a made it... up word. Yeah, it's CIS. It's a made up word. To me, it stands for Computer Information Sciences, but it's just a made so, up word. Just like all their other made up shit pronouns. Oh, I'm so, I know. I'm so tired of all Ugh. these agendas. Every last second one of them. There, it's it's really it's just starting to bog down the collective yes. and. It's distorting everything around us. Yes. Language has just gotten so crazy. These this push for everyone to change their lives for other people in this this hurt mentality, this recognize me mentality. I don't see how in any good state of logical balance the whole collective is deciding to tilt and i mean at least the tilting the peak right it's not the whole collective but a majority of the collective is bending towards all this and putting us all into a state of unbalance because of all this serious bullshit yep yep oh yeah when well, it's being done on purpose it's the uh, dissolution of our reality yeah, it's well, that's I mean, it obviously looks like a clear controlled demolition. Demolition, yeah. Yeah. Because the does. hologram is shutting down and that's what's going on. And this is it's manifesting Talk. in this. This is my belief, by the way. Well, let's get a little bit deeper in that. I want to well, hear. This is Dave's show. Yeah. You don't want to hear my bullshit. Dave is. Oh, no, no, no. Because I, 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 I do have a theory on that too. It's probably, you know, like your theory, but you can go. You go first. And then I'll, I just I'll yeah. Let's let's hear it from you, Jerry, and then we'll pass the Ducci. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, it's long and involved, but basically, the that's the, joint uh, for people that don't understand that language. Uh, the Dutch, <laughs> Dutchy, not Ducci. Ducci is something that comes out of your ass. No, it's it depends on how tomato tomato. Yeah, okay. That was Ducci. Dookie, yeah. Okay. Anyway, my I have Jamaican friends that say Ducci, so I don't know. It's their accent, I guess. So, so anyway, um, the the universe, whatever that is, and however it's exists, is exists in cycles, and we're coming up to the end of a cycle. And I think the energies of the end of the cycle are affecting everybody. However, they get to us, I would imagine they come through the sun, through sunlight. Th those disruptive energies and they are tearing minds apart for the people who have been uh, unsteady haven't done their shadow work however you want to think about it right people who are you know who are just caught up in the material world are just getting completely disrupted by these energies and it's tearing the world apart mm -hmm. and you could see it from our leaders down to the plebs you know yeah, I'll call priestesses Kelly Yuga. That's exactly what it is. The end of the Yuga. So uh, I think that's what's happening. And I just think, uh, you know, I do believe that the universe is holographic in nature and that what we view as space is really just a three-dimensional projection of, of consciousness 
but presented or interpreted by our brains in such a way that we can understand it. Mm. Mm, I like that, Jer. Yeah. That yeah. space bit, definitely. Yeah. That's what I think space. I, you know, I don't know. And I, I will go further to say that I don't know that that we have not manifested our local solar system as well through collective creativity. This makes a lot of sense to me. Hmm. But I, I'll be the first to say, I don't know. What is the form <laughs> of consciousness? I mean, you just kind of almost laid down a little bit of a blueprint for an idea. Well, yeah. Well, I've always had this, this, this idea about space and, you know, what conscious that we are all this individuated pieces of the collective consciousness, which is what we call the, what we think of as the universe. Dave, all reality. What do you think? Yeah, all of reality. Yeah, all reality. Because everything around you, everything material, doesn't really exist in the way that you perceive it. It's yeah. all just frequencies and energies that your body, your physical form, your meat robot, <laughs> interprets mm -hmm. for you to understand it. Right, and that's what I've always wondered. If everyone... So, like, if I'm seeing something and it's the color red, you'd be seeing something, it's the color blue. Nish would be looking at something, it's the color yellow. But to all, but to all of us, it would still be one color. Like, it would, it would be, it would be called yellow. Right, but it's we're a label. All seeing it, we're all yeah. seeing it. Yeah, exactly. The label, the label is the same, but it may actually all be different. Mm -hmm. and, and, and we may you know we may look like you know aliens to one person we may look like fish to another we may look like you know but we're what we see is what we see and what we experience is what we experience it may be different for other people but we're still saying that's what it is i don't know if that makes sense or not it yeah it does it, to me what what, what a, do it, they call red before red the word red existed right scarlet so, I'm just saying before before there was language what you know ow hot I'm just saying the labels don't matter the and colors are just colors are our brain's interpretation of the frequency of, of that matter yeah well, so that's that's what makes this so complicated and it it's so tricky especially how fluid or liquid like language is in general and how offshoots of language happen through small groups of people down to like you know slang slang here in a town slang over there on the west coast etc it's it's very tricky and everyone's trying to maintain a sense of unity in language because that's a major way in which we find expression in the world mm. to interact with each other and yet at the same time like you both said it the label can be yellow and we can be seeing way way different experiences mm -hmm. from whatever yellow is which we know breaks down into angstrom units and is uh you know it's units of energy and that vibrate at a certain rate but trying to tag it and have everyone get on the same way i've always wondered too about the depth of those that are impaired with vision and hearing and stuff 
it intrigues me. It, and honestly, it just seems, you know, there's something a bit frightening about that that's kind of death-like in a weird way, but not death in the way we perceive being dead or the idea of being dead, but how you don't have the physical senses in the realm that other people do activated. And of course, by all accounts, we hear that they're the depth of seeing the blind sea is way more advanced in certain ways than right than we have and same with sound and all this because they have had to they got develop yeah a deeper sense of connection to the vibrations so i don't know it's very interesting to me thinking about these ideas and where we are as individuals on different frequency ranges also today i was looking at a video that Daniel of Balbusters had shared with me about dolphins and live birth. And, you know, we're not supposed to interact with dolphins. Remember that it's like a law and yes, look it up, go down that rabbit hole. Okay. I will. (laughs) You're only supposed to interact with them at the theme parks and stuff. It's like a hard law. Hard law where? Like natural law or human law uh, at least in the united states off That's the united true. states waters not true. look it up it's true not in florida you could feed them they come up to the docks so- okay well i don't know this i've always experienced this and i have experienced That's it in florida as well deep sea diving um but that was the 1970s That's, and that's 80s. different deep sea diving versus being on a pier well, the point being here is that you're not supposed to have interaction with them. And that is out there. You can look it up. Jerry should be looking that up or I can look it up, but this I'm is doing I'm not it. making this up. I'm not making it up. And, uh, and so the whole idea here, anyway, what I'm trying to say, the point of relevance is that these higher functioning beings, and I think most people are on board that dolphins have that with live birth creates this new sense or a different deepening sense for the babies and if you look at the videos of them uh happening with dolphins it's incredible it's unbelievable it's freaking amazing and there's a a deep sense of uh for me as i was experiencing looking at this of awe and it, it touched me on like a primeval or primordial or internal core way of uh, functioning, there's something there. Dolphins have always spoke to me, but so whales and elephants and stuff. And so the idea of this cross barrier of intelligence from allegedly other sentient beings, such as dolphins is very magical. And so definitely everyone go look. look I looked that. it up, I looked at you, right? I thought so. Uh, and it's I illegal mean, this- to feed or harass wild marine animals including dolphins porpoises whales seals sea lions and manatees i knew about manatees they will they will come at you hardcore though if you the dolphins are in a particular i know this from my navy friends one was an ex-boyfriend um that was a it's another story but anyway um go and try and try it then with the dolphins in particular you will find yourself in a very unfriendly place I, if you're caught i don't want to go near them to be honest but <clears throat> i just know well, i've, I've been re- to, i've been to places where you can walk out on a pier and dolphins will come by and you can observe usually them. there's 
and usually those kinds of settings are actually kind of monitored. You may not have noticed that, but they're kind of monitored. Um, but this is beyond the point. The point is that they have something that is special and you can see it with the births and you can see it with the dolphin water births. And there's, I mean, there's obviously something special because we're not allowed to interact with them. We should all be questioning that first of all, but what is it? And why is it? Mm. And when we start thinking about higher intelligence and say, even what some people out there want to call alien intelligence, which of course is in the field, uh, this, is, this is something to think about. This is on the same level with me as why can't I go to the ice wall in, you know, why can't we go certain places? Why can't we freely go to Antarctica and then go where we want and try to find that ice wall? Why can't we do this or that? Well, why can't we interact with dolphins? Why? There's a, you well, just, I haven't tried. You just so reminded I, me of I a similar know. thing. Um, some Somewhere there's a law, a federal law that says, I don't remember which is which, that you can't interact. You cannot interact or it's illegal to interact with extraterrestrials but but aliens are fine or vice versa isn't that weird yeah isn't that the it's, languaging there it's a language thing and it's the same kind of i i get what you're saying and yeah the same kind of thing maybe that these things that are off limits are uh would break you out of the cage that you're in right Yes, I yeah. think so. Yeah. I think in a big way. Yeah, I think that's where we really find some big answers. But which really ties going in. To, sorry. Go ahead. Well, I'm just tagging on to what you're saying there. Yeah, Jared. I just want to get a word in before you move on to, to the next topic. Finally. Okay, go on. No, go ahead. Well, it's it's just on topic with this. Yeah. And sorry, yeah, yeah, everyone. Yeah. I'm weird. I've had really bad news all no, day. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, I wasn't. I wasn't bitching. I just, I wanted to say something a few times, and you've you've like moved on quickly to like three other topics, and I'm not bitching. I'm just saying. Finish it up, Jer. This is a lot reminiscent. It's reminiscent to me of the new season of Westworld. Bre Ooh. Breaking out of your loop. Yes. Well, you know how important I view Westworld yeah. and this season yeah. is Love laying it. it out for everyone that has been paying attention to Westworld. And I, I use that as my template for reality Yeah. all the time. It's my main go-to. Some people like you, Jer, think Fringe is more in line. I think Westworld is absolutely nailed it completely, but I, I'm looking at consciousness, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. consciousness. And Westworld delivers it, and this season delivers it with the whole storylines and NPCs, Black Goo. Yes. Uh, every single angle that people had questions about that wasn't getting ironed out, they are delivering. Yeah. And yeah. in a cold and kind of scary way, because you see some, you know, you see one of the main characters basically saying us and them mm -hmm. and making a very, very harsh line in the sand mm -hmm. and uh, almost scorched earth and the, a revenge kind of line in a, in a different way than say previously Dolores had. But then we get to see and experience, no spoilers, how and where Dolores is right now. And this ties into anyone who's had programs experiences and all that wiping and mm -hmm. it's there. Mm -hmm. It is so yeah. there. Yeah, and, definitely. That's what I get. And as far as my view of Fringe, I think Fringe is more a model of uh, 
our reality in terms of Midgard and the underworld. Not so much what's operating these realms. You know, I see I yes, see yes. I see the the other the other side, the other universe is the underworld to to the 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 main sides Midgard. I yeah, well, see, I think they work and that's why <clears throat> I'm with you on that. I do think they work well together. Yeah. Uh, and when we're starting to piece like puzzle pieces together of the construct around us, whatever that mm-hmm. is, mm-hmm. however it works, which is kind of what you started with Jerry earlier that I really enjoyed. I, I you know, what I'm waiting for though is some and we know this has happened. Of course, it's been obscured from us. But at some point, some renegade somewhere needs to find a way to get the footage out or get it out on a bigger way. Um, it, it seems to me they always fail. They get taken out to lunch, or but taken out, but not to lunch, as Monty says. Uh, that to to appear to, to get up. Well, to get up and understand what's sky ice, you know, like let's pierce the firmament. Let's do it. There's some stuff out there, but there's nothing enough. Let's have some, every video I've seen of renegades trying to get to the ice walls, you know, the, the authorities, a perceived authorities, they, they triangulate on them. Same with the, the dolphins. Every time someone goes out and tries to deep sea, have interaction with dolphins how do these motherfuckers actually know they're doing it because you see the videos and then they they're getting they come up to the surface and then there's the the coast guard like what in the hell how how are they always right there and then of course westworld comes to mind i I want to mention something real quick um i want to go back a little bit to antarctica because this is this is why I, i i do my show and it's not so much because I know so much. I actually, it's the opposite. I don't know shit. <laughs> okay. But when I start talking to people on my show, like, um, you know, um, when you, when you brought up Antarctica, um, I was thinking about the time that I had um, spoken with um, Brad Olson. And Brad Olson had gone down to Antarctica on a boat and did this whole trip. And I think it was, uh, I think this was like maybe two or three years ago. And he had gone down there because some major thing was happening in Antarctica. And he decided to go and just go down there. And he documented everything. And it wasn't like people were saying, no, you can't go here. No, you can't go here. But it, it was, it was the, the, the elements that kept them from going farther. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. And, and whether that's done on purpose or not, you know, of course, there's elements. We've got we to gotta understand that. Um, that's the only reason why he couldn't go any farther. But it's not because someone's saying, no, you can't go, and this and that. I mean, there, might, there may be some places, but I feel that if we really want answers, we can get off our asses and we can go look for those answers. Does that make sense? I mean... It makes it, sense, Dave, but people are out there doing that and mm-hmm. they're either getting taken out so we never hear from them again or 
like some of the Antarctica stuff, like that you can find these videos of people. Well, there's these whole channels of disobeyers, right? That do stuff like this. <laughs> disobeyers, I love that. And I love it too. And they're they're trying to shoot up stuff into the the sky to look at this, the arc of the Earth, if there's one. Mm -hmm to penetrate the firmament or see what that is to investigate sky ice they've gone cool. several times to antarctica and the, but as soon as they encounter where they're not supposed to do and what they're not supposed to be doing they get caught and taken out one way or another so either friend none of these guys have actually been taken out out like killed but they can't get they can't penetrate the control grid so they can't get actually to that the ice shelf that is not allowed they're not allowed to because there's a certain amount of ice shelf that they let you go right up to on the tours and stuff like that they'll they'll take you in into some spaces on the antarctica tours mm -hmm. and then the dolphins like you know you can feed them on the on the from the from the dock but you get in the water with them you see what happens and and same with shooting stuff in the sky it's like all these key things that we actually need to put a bigger picture together of what this realm actually is and mm -hmm. what some of these beings that are within the realm here and not extraterrestrial but here with us are are absolutely obscured and occulted from us. We are, have a no contact with any of it. And so far, no one's been successful in getting us hard, solid proof. Right, right. So it's well, a, I mean, it's we like always... we're in a cage and the door's open, but we can't, we can't find it. Right. But I mean, yeah, if we want to- This world. I mean, yeah, it just yeah, all yeah. screams to me of that. Right. Dave, you were saying- I'm sorry. I'll, I'll, um, I was just trying to say, um, I mean, we can, there are people who are out there that have been able to remote view and maybe, and, and, I, and I, I know you're talking about hard evidence and, and, and physical proof, but I mean, you know, I think that's the closest right now we could probably get to is people who can actually do this remote viewing type of thing or astral travel or whatever you want to call it. And, go into the ether or whatever it is and go beyond where we can't go if that makes sense well it makes total i'm one of those people and that's why everything i've brought forward has come true literally mm -hmm. everything and okay. so i mean it, i'm just now watching people that thought i was a crazy hat five years ago when i'm saying we're under in a non-human invasion and now all of a sudden all these people are starting to say non-human invasion. And right. I'm not out there saying, well, look, I said this and here, go see here. What I'm saying is when I penetrate these layers myself, there is a psychic barrier. Mm. It is a psychic barrier. It's not just on the physical plane. There is some sort of firewall around us. And myself, I can't penetrate it. Now, I have definitely had interactions with all kinds of and strange and interesting beings, but I, you know, what are they? Are they archontic? Are they demons, as Jerry says, or, or what? But when I try to penetrate the actual field of consciousness, the etheric field in psychic ways, 
all it does is create what Jerry's talking about with this idea of space. Like it's, it's almost like a, 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 it's, it's like black goo with sparklies out there. I mean, I don't know how to describe it. You can't move into it. It's like layers and layers and layers yeah. of funhouse mirrors. We're confined within it. Yeah, absolutely. hundred percent. And that's oh, yeah. what I see. Oh, yeah, me too. Interesting. And there's nothing on the other side. There's n there is no there there. It's just this bubble in which we exist. See, that's why I always go back to predictive programming. And I talked to Jerry a lot about this, and I talked to you a little bit about this, uh, Nish, um, before that I relate stuff a lot to what's being presented to us through movies, media, TV, that kind of thing. Like, you know, when Civil War happened, you know, we basically got a little Civil War after that happened. And then when, like, um, say, like, and this is just Marvel, but there's other stuff out there. But, you know, say like with Marvel, uh, we saw Endgame. And after Endgame, you know, what was the whole uh, point of Endgame was it was basically a genocide of half of everything in the universe. Well, mm -hmm. we got COVID right after that, you know, with probably the intent on whatever it is, was trying to wipe out, you know, most of the population. And that and that and that's just a th theory of mine. I mean, it, it doesn't necessarily mean it's true of course <laughs> but it's but, funny how you look at stuff and and you look at stuff like that and and then you start going oh that's kind of similar to what just happened so one of the per if you want to call it predictive programming i i, I don't do. i i don't pull up to that i can't pull up to that term <clears throat> yes mm, it does exist okay. yes it does exist i don't disagree there but i don't mm -hmm. think it's pervasive but anyway, one of the things that you would call predictive programming that was an endgame was the idea that there were whales in the Hudson River. Remember Captain America comes back mm -hmm. to Avengers headquarters, said there I saw a pot of whales in the Hudson because the environment's cleaner, yada yada yada. There were echoes of that in all of the COVID nonsense when the world was shut down about how oh the pollution's going away. Mm, right. It's getting mm -hmm. cleaner. So Exactly. Guess, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then the other thing I wanted to bring up too was what's coming up in the next phase, as Marvel monkey, has been calling all this monkeypox. <laughs> monkey <pox. laughs> no, not the monkeypox. Uh, we had that. We had that with Planet of the Apes. No, yeah. <laughs> you mean no, radiation burns? Planet of Sorry. the Gay Apes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, what what Nish was saying about invasion? We had we Marvel actually has. A phase coming out called Secret Invasion. Secret, right, which is Secret Wars Ooh, too. I saw that. I'm well, it's, it's called Secret Wars. It is called Secret Wars in the comics, but yeah, right. Jerry, it's called Secret Invasion for the next phase of Marvel. Whether right. I think I, it's I think it's on the TV though on yeah, it's Disney, Disney Plus, Plus or whatever. Yes. And yeah. initial you will find it very interesting. The whole idea behind Secret Wars and Secret Invasion is so there's did you ever you didn't see the captain marvel movie did you i think i did jer but I, you know those sometimes come in and go in with my head brie larson and she was like uh, she thought she was an alien but she was actually human i think i did jer you and had it in a, you gave yeah, it yeah 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 so <clears throat> there were these, the race of people there's these lizard people called scrolls who uh can shapeshift <laughs> and they the, the idea behind Secret Wars, Secret Invasion rather, Secret Wars rather, 
is uh, that the scrolls have invaded and taken over all these people of power and, and are imitating them. And nobody knows who's who. And it's, it's one of those things, like who's, who is the imposter kind of thing. That's the whole mm -hmm. premise of that comic. I think we need to start taking this stuff more seriously. Exactly. And that's, and that's the right. It, well, and we it's in our field, cephalopods, first of all, right? We see it in the field. And that's another reason when when we look outside, when everyone that wants to look outside into what they consider the great woo, I think all the great woo is here. It's in the field. And so if we look at things like cephalopods and and other things, um, we we can get at least closer to an idea of truth with these things camo and shape shifting and morphing are in the field things do that here it's not supernatural it's mm. actually natural right there what is does no it there's, no, to, there's no supernatural right i just think of that as like hyperbolic yeah. but what does it take to say splice your genes with a cephalopod i mean you know they're doing it you know they've done it and and who knows that a cephalopod wasn't already engineered anyway so why is it so far-fetched for people to actually conceptualize these things when it's in the natural world are we not natural are we not part of the natural world there's a whole bunch of questions that come to play here but for me and y'all know i go out there mm -hmm. that's on the board and that's on the board with things that i look out and see put presenting as human, as a means to be in the field as a human for whatever reasons. But if you're trying to be something you're not in the field amongst a herd of something, what are your reasons? You know, I mean, there you could be here, you, it could be for sport. It could be for uh, the betterment of trying to understand things in their air quotes natural environment it could be you know hunting it, it there's a whole bunch of questions that start to come to mind when we start thinking like that but i really think you guys that and the work we're all three doing and lots of other people out in the field are doing is that this stuff shouldn't be outside of this sh this should not be woo why is it woo when it's in the field because materialists have made it woo hmm <laughs> yeah of course <laughs> it's it's again it's a label that was put on things that the controllers didn't want us focusing on again there's that it's like that that's like that mental wall right they've yeah it's that mental construct and that's just part of this this idea of this this kind of blinded reality that we're in if we want to call it that i mean we're so limited and we get so distracted by things that are yep. important to us individually, but really in the end are not, sorry, it's just the truth. When, when, why aren't we questioning for real at a deep level on in deeper swatches of the field of what is apparently human out there, what the fuck we're doing here, why we're here. And we get past some of the stories and the theories that have made up our reality and start allowing a deeper set of information to come in. You know, the, the dolphins are the talking point we were using earlier. Well, 
what we should question this this should be like a bigger discussion why can't we interact with dolphins why can't we do it why is it not allowed why can't we go straight up to whatever ice walls in antarctica why can't we now continue to go into the national forest you know you're having to make reservations now they're starting to close off the national forest and i'll tell you by god i'll tell you there's a reason that i see that going on is because a lot of this stuff is in the field right now and a lot of stuff can't be contained and they're trying there's a lot of nuance here but there's stuff that's in the field that is saying fuck you to whatever the the human standard of control is and it's out there in the field now and they're making these places hard to get to every channel i watch that's a van what i love van life and an rv life and have done that myself they're all talking about now you having to make reservations it's difficult out here in the national forest i'm seeing big changes in that and then of course when obama signed away lots of national land so that people could buy it privately under the under the radar of course he was so horrible um and now those places are under private that were once for the public there's something going on bigger here and this is where our investigations i personally think need to start taking focus we yes. need to start swimming around stop swimming around some of this obvious stuff i think most people in in the woo and you know i'm in the woo in the deeper woo we want to get these answers i'm not here to just masturbate with y'all don't get me wrong i love a good circle jerk but i'm at the <laughs> point now where i've come and i'm ready to get on with the work yeah, it's done. But, you know, and, and here's another thing, Mish. Why isn't the mainstream media taking things like, why is Bill Gates buying up all this farmland and not saying, you know, not really focusing on this kind of stuff, whether it's 60 Minutes, whether it's, you know, 2020 or something like that. I haven't seen anything like that. Why is China building or buying up yes. all this farmland? I just saw that. Yeah. I just China saw owns that. a huge amount of American land. A They're huge. allowing if you yeah. listen to foreigners, uh, foreign yes. people to come in here and buy our land. Yeah. And they're not even they don't even have to be living on our soil. They could now, be does living. Russia let you do that, Dave? Canada does. As far as the last time I checked, no. No, hell no, Russia doesn't allow you to come in, especially as a government and buy land, or even through like the Trojan horse of individual citizens that become Russians. They have mm -hmm. actually a very strict protocol on this. And I don't want to use the obvious, which would be Israel. You know, right. everyone, mm -hmm. nobody wants to talk about Israel these days. God forbid you talk about Israel. But Israel has the hardest line on all this stuff that could be considered really crazy. And yet, what, why? Because they're in, interested in, in preserving yes. Israel. They're yeah. interested in preserving the Jewish people and the Jewish way of being. And so is Russia. Reason, Russia's looking to preserve their, their culture. That's why they don't I, I stand up for Russia all the time. I'm standing up for Israel right now. For some reason, that's okay for these other countries. But all the rest of Europe, America, we can't do that. We're, we're considered all these terrible names for trying to just hold this shit together mm -hmm. and and stop with all this craziness so that we can actually get to some deeper understanding you know one of the things is 
why are we allowing all this to happen to us in the collective and we wait until stuff happens in our personal life? Like, I don't understand that either. I'm, I'm just so confused and frustrated right now, you guys. Yeah, I think there's, I think as with everything, there are multiple layers of what's happening. So for instance, the Bill Gates buying up farmland, um, on one level, it's that he's got a synthetic meat company and he probably mm-hmm. thinks if I block farmland from making from, uh, if I buy ranch land and the cow, cattle production comes down, I'm going to profit from my synthetic meat more, which mm-hmm. in his head is also a globalist environmentalist goal, you know, because he's a eugenicist by at heart, his whole family is. Yes. And they yeah. think the world's overpopulated and they want to drive down the population, which is a whole other layer to this, what's going on. But there's no one thing that, that you, can't, you can't point at one thing and say, oh, that's why they're doing it. Because it's not. No, it's it's all over. Yeah. It's all over. But look at the messaging that's coming up. Very clear now. Very clear. I've been tracking this. The prima donnas, James Bartley and I have been tracking this. Y'all probably have too. But so now it's in the straight out open. Like when I first started talking about this on the Cosmic Salon, I had several guests ask me politely not to use the word cannibalism. Several. <laughs> and oh, I got a because, story about that. Well, let me finish this is so I was pushing this because I see I've seen it in my whatever you want to call them, my crystal visions, a la Stephen X. Um, It's it's really happening. It's never stopped. It's always been there, but it's an open rule. They are in open rule. The New York three things this week came out with cannibalism in public in the open space so of course the new york times has taken the gold star for it saying eat eat humans basically so what they're saying to us is we can have bugs and humans but not Mm. not cows pigs chicken fish what is that saying so they're they're turning over the meat industry but they're turning it over and handing it over to well go get your human Instead of get your chicken wings, get your human fingers, get your toes, you know, like add that hot sauce. How hot do you want those? And here's your side of bugs. I mean, what kind of Mm -hmm. messaging is this? This is, this is really serious. This is not uh, something to roll our eyes at. This is very serious. And this is part of that non-human takeover I'm talking about that doesn't make sense until you start looking at it with a certain lens. Of course, I go back to Westworld. Yeah, you can do that. And you know, what's interesting to add to that too is, have you guys heard the story of Army Hammer? He allegedly took a bite. Know, uh, fill us in. So, you know, the actor Army Hammer, he's been in you know some movies. He's been in lone ranger he's uh been in um social network that some of those movies he's he was in that pretty... guy he was in that guy richie movie uh the man from uncle with uh cavill uh, yeah, right that, i haven't seen that one yet but yeah, yeah. And, and he's actually a decent actor um but there was a scandal that came out um not too long ago that uh his um ex-girlfriend or whatever or whatever she was um was saying that he was abusing her and he was acting really strange and weird. And then he actually took a bite out of her and that 
he um, had admitted that he had eaten human flesh to her and um, and they started looking into it and then it, the story just kind of went away. And I'm looking at the Rolling Stone, there's a Rolling Stone article here. And this is the funny part because they put the spin on it. They're, they're like, we're all missing the point of Army Hammer cannibalism scandal. And, and it says the cannibalism fetish isn't the most disturbing part of the leaked sex sex texting that allegedly came from you know him whatever you want you know whatever they're talking about but but they're saying the cannibalism fetish isn't the most disturbing part to me that's like the most fucking excuse me I, the most <laughs> the most freaking disturbing part it's of intense this yeah. scandal you know yeah. never mind i mean yeah i mean if if he's a, a pet you know a pedophile and that kind of thing yes of course that's that's a that's disgusting and that's you know that's that's a whole new level thing but we're talking about cannibalism we're talking about actual people eating other people yes i don't that think they're people disturbing. dave well, and, i don't think and they're people i, mean, I think can, they're can, disguised yeah. in bodies we so, can go but yeah nonetheless the fact that it wasn't the highlight there because that's the most exactly. atrocious of it and it's all a salad of atrociousness so you Infilia, have the, but that is the worst don't so you have the mainstream media covering i mean they're they're spinning it they're covering it up they're not really wanting to talk about it right why that's what we need to ask mm-hmm. it's not just these people doing it why is the our media that's supposed to be you know for us <laughs> if, right there's exactly. your problem <laughs> but you know what i'm saying they're not there's, these are supposed to be, you know, real journalism journalists. They've gone to school, they've gone to colleges, they've got degrees, all that shit. And they're writing this stuff up, but yet they're leaving this important stuff out. And there's, there's got to be a reason for it because someone's telling them not it's, to. It's conditioning. They're conditioning us to eat each other or, for when the food shortages come. I wanted to bring up right. this story too, which I'm sharing. <clears throat> this came out in June. There's a vegan bur- a vegan burger hyped for tasting like human meat, and it won an award. And who who was the criteria? Like, that's, how did they that know it tasted? That question. <laughs> yeah, Jared. That's what I'm saying. It's like, yep. What in that. the hell? What in the hell? Like, seriously, if you break that down, like, who's tastes like human meat? How do you know? Yeah, I know. Right. How do you know? It's like, how do children get monkeypox? When it's sexually transmitted, you know, same that's, kind of thing. That's right. That's Radiation. Right. This whole thing. Thank you, Son- Sonny. Just put it soil and green in the in the chat. I was just telling. Yeah, was yeah. Just we were just talking Jerry. about soil and green. <laughs> we were just talking about soil and green. Oh, I have I love it Sunny. From, Hi, Sonny. I, 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 I just rented it. Yeah, I rented it. I've seen it before. Of dude, course, it's an old movie. Dude, dude, but dude. I want to watch dude, it again. Don't rent movies. Please. <laughs> That's it behind well, the scenes. Um, it's easy for me. It's, it's, it's easier. A, it's easier for you to text me too. I'll hook you yeah. up. Okay. Yeah. This right. is private. Okay. Right. So, right. <laughs> but, but as we're as we're looking into these things, though, the fact that all of this stuff is in in our faces now with the cannibalistic stuff, getting the blood of young children to euthanize you, not euthanize Mm. you, but give you youth Mm. again is a very popular thing at med spas. I mean, this goes back, it goes back and back, but in my day, in my day, 
this stuff would have never been in the news and never would have been mainstream. It would have just, unless it was Halloween or some gag. I mean, I grew up knowing that cannibalism and talk of cannibalism was very bad. <laughs> like you just don't eat other humans. And, uh, and in this, in the, in the world of nature outside of us is where I get a lot of my real big information it is from nature, whatever nature is, I find a sense of, of higher knowing through nature, through the idea of it. And there are, there are things out there that are cannibalistic. King snakes come to mind. Cobras will do it. You know, they're mm. out there and they're very much in their own category because of that. And there's not a lot of that that happens, even when subject to starvation. So there are studies out there with that. So we have to question this. And again, I honestly, I do not see that this is a human thing. This is not a human no. thing. And another thing I wanted to interject here is that I do think that the meat industry needs to be overhauled. The practices are appalling. And, and the, the people that are doing good work with, with meat are like the Amish, right? Small farms, people that love and care for animals and give them a decent life in small settings. What a wonderful thing. If you're gonna eat meat, that's kind of a good way to go. This big meat industry, if you've ever watched the videos, if you've ever seen how desensitized the people are working within them, it'll break your heart. Well, it, mm -hmm. it breaks my heart. And so we've needed an overhaul in that. That I think is a good thing, but that's not the point of why they're doing this. And it's the same thing with the fertilizers and all that. Anyone that has taken any permaculture class or biodynamic gardening, you all know poop is fertilizer. Nitrogen is per pot ash from your fireplace is fertilizer. There's so many ways to get your nitrogen balance in an organic, natural way that I can't even believe this is one of those crazy things going on in the realm right now, that there's actually a fertilizer issue. Mm. What in the hell is that about? This tells us a lot about the state of our food right now. And, and sort so of, sort of, I mean, the, the fertilizer issue, a lot of some, a good chunk of that has to do with the Russian thing, because most of the potash comes from Russia which is then turned into fertilizer here. Hot ash comes from ashes, Jerry, from I, fires. I, I know, but the fertilizer companies imported from Russia. Nobody makes anything here anymore. It's all fucking globe. This is really a globalism problem that we've, we've, we have so much reliance on every other country instead of our being self-sufficient that we've dug this hole for ourselves. No, we haven't dug this hole for ourselves. They've dug it for us and we allowed them, we've allowed them yes. to dig it for us. And we've sat by watching. That's well, what happens. We need to take responsibility at some point for the state of affairs. We need to take over the uh, government and run oh. it the right way. Is what Ooh, really amen, is. baby. That'd be nice. <laughs> That's so, a hard I'm, amen. You're going to get me singing spiritual. It's out of control. <laughs> the government is out of control. Uh, people They've don't. Been out of control. I know, but the, the mo like ninety nine percent of people don't realize that the government was is something we set up to take care of the shit that we didn't want to take care of, and it's run amok. Of course, and, and the conditioning. Well, and now there it's not. Now it it's a whole different species of 
of yes. things that are, I, I, you know, so, and we can see that clearly. Yes. I mean, if you're really, truly looking, you can see that these are not the same as us and it's trickling down, it's trickling down through the, t the through the pyramid straight down to the folk this is why things are so crazy now because it's at our level yeah. we're seeing it now amongst friends and neighbors and it's starting to be a concern where we are mm -hmm. with whatever this is and i'm not saying that there's a way in which this is happening one way or another because if you look at what they're raining down on us what they put in the air what what's in the water all this stuff we're all under attack it's it's a full frontal attack on all levels and that's what's making this very crazy and if you think you're in the safe zone for not doing this or that, you're mistaken. We're all under attack here, all of us. Yeah. Got me up on my soapbox. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, loving it. I like that yeah. view. I was loving it. I was loving it. Um, <laughs> I'm back down now. I slipped <laughs> off. It got a little wet, and I slipped off. <laughs> so I, I, Igor, so I put a, I put a a link in the chat room because I just heard about this. I just heard about this. Check this out, guys. Um, the Dutch government that's announces Bab that's Babylon plan. Dude. Yeah, well, dude, listen to me. Okay. How much? How much different is our media, the mainstream media? Different from the Babylon Bee. Well, the Babylon Bee is Think just six, six months behind or ahead or of, day, ahead of or, or uh, the, media. But do you, do you know what I mean? Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, I know yeah, the Babylon I, Bee. What you're whatever. saying basically but is the, the fact that, that... Our mainstream media is lying their asses off to us. Yes. And there's almost no distinction between satire and actual news anymore. Thank you. That's where I was going. And yeah. I, I knew you'd be better presenting it <laughs> it's but, like look it's like that for people say that uh what's the difference to, to, between uh conspiracy theories and reality about six months i love that <laughs> mm. true sorry well, go ahead this go point, ahead. just wait this just rate, wait. so we're listening carry on dave oh no i was just saying just you know just wait but but what i'm what i'm what i'm getting at is i did hear uh that even um you know Prime Minister, you know, Justin Trudeau, you know, Canada, is going towards this idea of outlawing Reducing. citizens to farm their own food. Yes. Well, they're putting restrictions on nitrogen, fertilizer. They want to... So the, the theory behind this is that nitrogen is causing climate change, which is nonsense. And it's all nonsense. this is what's going on in the Netherlands. They're reducing, they reduced uh, nitrogen fertilizer usage by 30%, which has got all the farmers in an uproar. Justin Trudeau is doing the exact same thing in Canada, which is going to backfire on his ass too. Mm -hmm. I mean, <laughs> well, these, these people think they're safe and they're not. And they don't realize the shitstorm they're stirring up. Sorry, go ahead. We, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I was, I was trying to catch the interview. Uh, weren't we just talking about this on the Midnight Blend about you know all the explosions in the Vatican and then all that? But then it, during the same week or the, the last couple of weeks, how many prime ministers have been you know basically ejected 
I mean, yeah, they resigned, but I'm pretty sure they had to resign. People are starting to just say, F you. You guys need to go. You can say fuck. You know, <laughs> it's all good. I'm, I'm, I'm used to not doing that on my show. But, um, but you know, I'm just saying that that needs to happen here. Mm-hmm. And it sure as hell needs to happen in Canada. And even if it's just, even if it just starts with uh, that feeling inside Dave, like that, that I'm not having this feeling is where it should start inside anyway, but mm-hmm. I'm with you. And this is what's made me, given me some hope is that, so I am, if we can trust what we're taught, what we're seeing. And I try to talk to people all over the world. And thankfully I do have friends all over the world. I'm really liking a lot of that that rebel energy that is rising up i do see it rising up and Indeed. i hear from real people that it is for real happening so for me i am gleaming hope in this process it's just that it seems like a lot of people are just shutting down mentally now like i'm seeing a lot of shutting down and it's like we're so we're in it it's not going to change it's only it's contents under pressure. It just is continuing and is going to continue to get crazier. Don't believe me, wait and see. And uh, what do we do? And it starts with that rebel yell inside. And that's what I call what you're talking about is kind of the rebel yell, Dave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, indeed. You know, I'm not saying that it needs to go back to January 6th with the insurrection thing and all that. What, I mean, what in the butt was that? That is funny. Yeah. I mean, but, here, you know, and, and the thing about it, whether it was really going to be done on purpose or not, it got spun so quickly and so much. People were just totally like, you know, they were, they were take. I don't know. I, I just, I just think that um, if it was to be real, you know, like, let's say the people wanted to take back America or our country or whatever you want to call it from the government, what would really happen? I mean, because we just saw a little bit of what could happen. I, I really feel, I really hope I'm wrong. I really feel that we wouldn't have a chance. At least... How do you think that would all at roll least, out? At, what are you seeing as if that happened? Like at least you- military, military wise, military wise, uh, you know, it, it'd be pretty damn hard. I mean, and, and right now, that's that's what I worry about is, you know, we're seeing, you know, you know the all the all the governments of the world getting together, basically, you know, planning to make sure that we never get a chance to take take over. Yeah, I mean, it feels like a gridlock to me. You know, it's 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 something that we really need to you know really think about. Um, you know, are we capable of being able to do that? And if we, and if we if we are, we need to hurry up. <laughs> That's just the way. It, I'm just saying, we really need to really need to start you know thinking about this seriously i think i'm uh, still with you if you you look at what happened in sri lanka 
as, as an example, I don't think that could happen here. I think, I think uh, it wouldn't get to the, um, the critical mass needed to do some kind of overturning like that. Um, but, and to your point about the military stepping in, those people are Americans too. I mean, they may feel the same way. And that there's, I hope so. It's not guaranteed that they would uh, turn on their own people. Yeah, exactly. Elfman says it more good military people than you think, and I, I agree. They're I right. know, I, I I do. I agree with that too. And and I've got family in the military, and and I know that they would, you know, they they you know they're, you know, uh, I forgot the term of that some country, but you know, it's it's like I understand that you know they're. I mean, look, look, look who he has have as a president right now. Should have been chief. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I'm sorry, the retard in chief. I call him the retard in chief. <laughs> you know, it's it's it sucks that this is the uh, guy yeah. that they that that they actually have to take orders from. But you know, at the same time, but uh, are like they, I said, Dave? well, you know, to a degree they are because look, they're they've taken the job. Some have. Some have. A lot of the administration was um, exempt from it. If you go back and look at all that, there's huge amounts of the government and different agencies that are 100% exempt from it. Why? Those were were questions I started really digging into early on. I really try try not to talk that much about the juice and the jab anymore because it's I know, so, me too. it's more polarizing it's more polarizing than anything and ever yes. before right now it's crazy but the wait till they start mandating the monkeypox vaccine the fact is that the thing though jerry that is the point of relevance with that is that they mandated it for all these other you know basically civilian americans and I'm just talking over here. Oh, they tried. And then the masses, uh, they tried, but they did a damn good job, by the way. Well, they, and, they got companies they to follow. Yep. But, you know, it was a it was an effort and they did it and they're still doing it. But what I'm saying is the exempt list is gigantic. It's absolutely huge. And it's mostly people in positions of power and in positions and organizations and cabinets that are running this whole show. Mm-hmm who are supposed to be doing what we tell them to do. Which is my point <laughs> earlier. These people work for us and are supposed to be doing what we want them to do, not what they think is best for us. That's not their charter. Oh, no. Do you remember, like, people that aren't in the the later Gen X, earlier Boomer era? You know, there was this whole show called well, there's a whole bunch of shows, <laughs> but may what was the one with uh, Barney Fife, Jer? Uh, Andy Griffith Show. Mayberry. Oh. Yeah, Mayberry. Thank you. That's what I was thinking of. It's like you know, whole generation grew up on this idea that you, the police, were there to help you if you needed help. You would go to them. If you were having trouble, if you were lost, if you needed <clears throat> gas and you ran out of gas, they would help you. And so, and then, you know, medicine, modern medicine was to a point where 
it was doing visible what appeared to be we know all the side experiments now we could you know we've all gone down those roads but they appeared to actually care and it felt more in my life it felt more friendly in those spaces than it does now like any old per most people i think that are in the medical field especially that don't have to go through the craziness actual doctors have to go through um, but now nurses are having to go through a lot more, but a lot of them are actually in it just because of the paycheck. So from phlebotomists who take your blood, right? They make good money, decent money. If you compare it to working at Walmart or something, and right. which is where a lot of the demographic is that is pouring in and has been pouring into the medical field for quite some time. And then the exposés that have been, terribly terribly uh vivid in in observation of how people in homes assisted care uh mental mental places of mental challenged people old people etc and all these private videos that have come out it's atrocious these people don't care about you there was a time in my life where it felt like my doctor cared about how yeah. I felt, where the nurses were seemed to care about stuff. And I still experienced, I know many good nurses, I know great nurses, but, you know, by and large, there's a lot of people in the field that are just trying to get a cut a paycheck, baby, and they're in and out and they don't care about the job. It's just I, the paycheck. I got to share this. And you're right. I totally agree with that. But I, I have to share this because this is very important. Because we're gonna we're gonna see this. We we are already seeing this. But we're gonna see this more, in 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 the coming years. You know what my doctor did? My doctor told me in 2020. I asked him. I said, "What do you think about um, not ivermectin, but what was the other one in the beginning? Hydroxychloroquine. Hydro yeah, hydroxychloroquine." And I asked him about it. I'm like, what would you give that to, to one of your patients if they, you know, came down with COVID? And he said, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I would guess what happened. He's gone now. Oh, shit. Yeah. I mean, he retired, quote, unquote. But that's what right, I mean. That's is, how you get your... That's how you get your severance. You get, you know, <laughs> maybe, right. I mean, maybe before, you dirt you know, on that's Hillary how you Clinton. get your pay, right? Like you get but, the package. So, so the, the year after, and I, when I did get COVID and I, I had it pretty bad for, for a minute, there was no way he was going to prescribe me hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin or any of that stuff. But you got the mon but, monoclonal, mon monoclonal I got antibodies. It. Yes, I did. I did get that. And, um, you know, I still don't know what's going to happen to me down the road. Nothing. I hope not. But, but that's the thing is, if we knew something was working and they didn't want to give it to us, but yet, oh, no, you can have this new trial base never been tested on a lab animals stuff. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's like, what the, you know, you're going to give me this stuff and you're not going to give me the other stuff that, uh, that has actually been working for people. Why? Yeah. Uh, but the evidence is sketchy and I, it's, it's Why? hard. It's hard to know if 
like ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine are actually effective or not it's just the well, i get the, you have to play the, devil's advocate the data but, is know. so polluted now if you take it from a practical standpoint they're very safe drugs they've been around for 50 60 years there's no reason not to try it and the whole reason that it was uh, demonized and banned was to push vaccines of course because big pharma owns our government mm -hmm. especially the fda and the cdc and they're telling our doctors what to do yes of course and and i even had an emergency doctor uh, when I was having a hard time breathing and I went to the ER mm -hmm. and I mean, I was like, what, 101, 102 fever. And, you know, the doctor's like, do you want this, you know, monoclonal stuff? And I'm like, you know, um, at that time I said, no, because he was all about, well, you know, if you get, you know, the, the whatchamacallits are coming out the because not even the uh the jab wasn't even out yet but he was totally because he trusted the fda mm -hmm. and the c and the cdc especially the cdc oh if the cdc says it's, it's okay then it's it's okay right right and and, and, and I, when i heard that i'm like holy shit <laughs> danger will doctors happen. once they get out of school <laughs> Very few doctors actually research new things. They, oh my God. It's horrible. Uh, they just wait. They get all their information from the drug reps. It's just disgusting. I, the, know. The, I think the best part of what's the last two years is the fact that allopathic medicine has been the rock under which allopathic medicine lives has been overturned and people can see it. What's going on under there? and and yes. just how horrible it yeah. is yeah that's been one of the blessings yes and then also the it destruction of the credibility of the cdc and the fda is also great and the the this whole push to get everyone vaccinated and people everyday people can see the damage that these things are doing to everyone i think the german thing that just came out said it was one in 300 people suffer an adverse effect whether or not it's fatal or not, it's a different story, but that's pretty high. And mm -hmm. people, normal people are seeing this and they're going, hey, if this one's that bad, how are other ones that are coming out or even in the past even good? How do we know, you know, those haven't been harmful? And, and to that end, I'm just going to say, you know, when I was a kid, <clears throat> nobody had a peanut allergy. If someone, had, if someone I had, I am, I'm with you on that. If someone had a peanut Amen. allergy when I was a kid, we'd laugh at them. Ah, you can't eat peanut butter, <laughs> fucker. You know, I mean, seriously, it's a, it's a silly thing. But as a kid, I, nobody that went had. Smear the queer. Nobody had. <laughs> nobody had those kind of weird fringe. There was no autism when I was a kid. No. There was no peanut allergy. These things only came about when we started mass vaccinating infants. And yeah, it, it's it's yeah. really clear to it's see. It's very it clear. It's very clear. And now, I'm I'm afraid. I'm not afraid, like afraid, but I I expect there's going to be a lot of death in the next five years, and it will be point. Everything else will be yes, pointed at. No, I agree. Everything that we're that will be pointed at, as we've already seen, at something else other than the obvious. Oh, it was climate change. Oh, it's cold showers. Oh, it's, you know, making your fucking bed. Give you a heart attack and you're going to die. And if Waking it, up. 
Waking up Waking gives you a heart up. attack, and it's normal for six-year-olds to have heart attacks and strokes. Don't worry about it. Yeah, it's oh crazy. God. Hey, Edwin, yeah, buddy, sorry. what's going on, dude? Hey, Edwin. Sorry. Old, Hi, Edwin. old friend of mine. Co old ex-co-worker. That's fantastic well, seeing nice all these people. Here, I know. Good to see you. I'm not looking at the chat, you all know, so I'm probably getting trolled, but... <laughs> no, no, not at I've all. I've been getting trolled in the last couple these. It's, it's been all good. <clears throat> well, last week, last time when we had Tommy on, Tommy Kerrigan, Jag was on. He was not having any of it. He's like, "I'm out of here." <laughs> oh shit! Well, you know, you gotta at least appreciate that in Jag. I mean, he, I do, I do. He, I don't consider. Yeah, yeah, I know you do, Jerry. You're great like that. It's just he's not having it. He states it. He leaves. It's great. I mm -hmm. love. I do too. I appreciate it. But I, I think I heard, you know, like the troll. I'm noticing now more crazy, like trolley trolls, and I'm sure they're bots. Jerry, you went back in the beginning when you were saying there was a high percentage of bots everywhere. Yes. And I remember yeah. so many people not agreeing with you on that. And now <laughs> look at, look at how that's come out, and look what it. One of the good things that Elon Musk may have done. I was just going to mention that. <laughs> is that yeah. he did expose that to, to a lot of people that don't realize it. Because I remember Jer saying it on the Hive and stuff, and people are like, "Oh, there ain't that many bots out there." And Jer's like, "I'm right. sure." Half, the, uh, half of the internet, at least, is bots. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. The uh, what, Nish, what is your opinion of? Elon Musk, because I, I'll tell you mine in a second, but I want to know what, what, do you, what do you think about him? I don't think he's human and he may have started out human. I don't think he's human, but that's even questionable. And I, I think he's like a, a, if we look at archetypes, I think he's like the trickster or if we look at the Masons, I think he's like a jester. I, I think he's playing he hedges his bet and you can see that all over you can see it Plays both he, sides yeah he always hedges his bet but he does tend to go with the rebel side he really wants the rebel side he goes with um the alternative but the old school alternative not the modern alternative that's actually fascism and communism and all that and uh but he panders up and i don't think he is i do think he's a puppet or a, a figurehead and I do think the real power behind Elon is actually his mother. Hmm. Okay. If you want I've the hand that. in the the hand in the puppet is his mother all the way. She's, this so, woman, she's pretty hot too. She well, she is gorgeous and she's amazing photography. You know, she's always photographed so well. But uh, from what I was digging into and what I when I close my eyes and and go there, um, that's what I saw. I just don't sense any sense of human in him anymore. And so remember, he's the one that's bringing us out all this tech. He's yep. telling us about Neuronet and all this stuff. Why? Why is that? And why doesn't he speak intelligently in so many places? Why can't he answer real questions about the stuff he's pushing? Look at, go listen to his interviews. There's so much stuff that doesn't add up with him and and then you know of course we get all caught up in elon without his shirt and all this and it's it's funny how did you see that meme that picture 
No, what is it, Chair? It's, it's, I'll find it. Keep talking. Well, I'm just saying it's funny that, that he, uh, it's just funny the image he's constructing for himself. Now, if we remember the early Elon, which may have been human, you know, who was balding and, uh, and, and geeky and Jerry, I, for some reason, I'm not sure why I think this, don't you have some sort of loose, weird back connection with companies at some point? I know you've met him, I think. I have met him. So it was a human then. I mean, this has been some yeah. years. Yeah, 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 totally. I, I don't think he's inhuman or anything. He's just, uh, he's. I think he's, he's cyborg like. Super materialist. Uh, How about programmed? Well, I don't see. That's like what MK I'm saying. Ultra. No, is from when Jerry met him, when he possibly was still human. Because when that you look at the timeline, the I'm looking at it. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's good. It's very, very good. So it is very, very good. Oh, that's holy funny. crap! It's almost like a Geiger thing, but like, yes. um, you know, it's like Geiger, but Not King Geiger. of the Hill Geiger. Uh, sure. Yeah, uh, and, and like King of the Hill style. Mm, that's fantastic. <laughs> anyway, so Jer, I I think ultimately, like from those days, if you look at the difference in him now, it's really dramatic, and the way he was talking and some of the stuff just seems very interesting to me. And if you're the man pushing this neural net stuff, and you're pushing the idea of needing to go transhuman to stay on top, or uh, at least compete with the virgining AI, which he says is a real threat to humanity. He's, this is his company. He's pushing that. Do we think he's not done it himself? Do we think that that tech is not already in the field? What do we think about this? And so Dave, I'm, I'm trying to get back to you on what your thoughts are. So most, most of everything you said, I agree with. And I just, I just go back to when he talked about how, when he, when he first talked about um, how AI, there's like demons in the AI or something like that, or I can't remember exactly how, that was how the, he said it. That but, was the, the, the other guy, the cube, D cube or whatever the fuck that company was called. Oh, Jordy Rose. <clears throat> Jordy Rose. Thank you. He was. I, I thought it was him talking. I thought. It was, I thought it was uh, Elon that was talking about how AI is actually going to be like, you know, de uh, demons or something like that. I can't I've remember never. Exactly I've never heard him say that. I've heard Jordy Rose say that. Uh, Elon no, Musk's take on it. AI is that it's going to be dangerous if it becomes sentient. But yeah, but well, he well, didn't use demons. No. Jordy Rose was the one using yeah. demons. Okay, and right. I think that's a fallacy but, too. I don't think it's the same. AI. It's the same sentiment. But, yes. Yeah, but it's he's the same he's, sentiment, Dave. He gave us this warning, but yet he's pushing it. You know what I mean? Bingo, bingo. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> he's, he's, <laughs> you know, he's not pushing AI. It's like cigarettes are bad for you, but here I got. No, a pack. he's pu he's pu well he's <laughs> you know, he here, is here, pushing AI. He's, he's pushing transhumanism. But he's got the robot that's going to be an AI robot. That's not AI. He's saying it's going to be AI. What robot does he have? It's like he's got a whole mock-up. He's pushing it. It's out there, Jer. Jer, you need to get into the pop culture a little more. I, I don't know anything about an Elon Musk robot. It's out. Look it up, baby. I am right now. 
<laughs> well, here's, here's, here's something that's not exactly what we're talking about, but I, I missed this story uh, last Saturday I wanted to talk about was Ray-Ban has uh, come out with some smart glasses that go directly into meta stories. So now oh you, it's just like Westworld. Yeah. So, so now that you go out and about on the beach, wherever you're at, you have these sunglasses and your story goes right to your story in meta. Oh Lord. That's bullshit. That's brain and train. Meta is, is going to be out of business in five years. It doesn't matter. Meta represents something. It's a symbol. See, it's where they couldn't take second life. It needed to be someone on Zuckerberg's level who is yeah. another non-human. And, and all it, that. It, ahead, and it's the sacrifice, right? Meta's the mm -hmm. one, the first one you come in because it's so cartoon-like. Like second life is still better than Meta. And a lot of people I know in both places, Meta and Second Life, have said that to me. I won't go into Meta and look. And um, although I will say what Freeman was talking about with all that was intriguing and not what I expected. I don't know enough about that all to talk intelligently, though. Not that that stopped me in the past. About what? Talk about what? <laughs> oh, you're fine. I mean, but it's, with, it's okay with, to talk about it. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've got opinions. But with what Freeman was saying, you know, because he's bought into something over there. And I don't know if he's out there in the audience or if, say, someone close closer to him like a cult priestess um, could clarify this but Freeman has been taught you know he's bought land and I, he was when I was talking to Freeman he broke all this down and I I haven't dug into it but he's got some land in the metaverse which is not meta which is Zuckerberg oh man that's a whole virtual other property I remember worms. yeah Go for it. I remember him talking about that. He bought some. He bought some property, some meta property or whatever. Yeah, and so, but he was talking about it in a way that made it sound um, not like it's brain entrainment. I, I don't know. I haven't explored it, but it 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 actually did sound interesting to me. I'm of course interested in all this stuff. Uh, I'm not having it at the same time, but I want to know. And um, you know, here's the thing, you guys. Why does it have to be, this is what makes me sad on a soul level. All the wonderful tech, all the wonderful tech with all the great things that could be done with it. And why is it always coming out and controlling us? I mean, look around at how much nefarious stuff that goes on with tech. It's all breaking down to it's everything spying on us. Everything's listening to us. Everything's exactly. controlling us. And why is that? Why, why, you know, that's where I'm, my query is because I'm not anti-tech at all. I'm not becoming, I want a natural life. I never want to lose touch with the natural world, but I'm not anti-tech. And I keep saying like, if I had no limb and I want to get, you know, the, the great new appendages they have now, why would I not consider that? Of course, I'm going to consider that. And so, you know, we're talking about miracles. If we're in the old world, the time of Jesus and what separated Jesus from other, other, other saints and other powerful people is his miracles. I've heard this time and again, and his miracles were making the blind see, making the, the, infirmed get up and be healthy, etc. Our tech is here to do that now. 
what's the difference here? Well, it's being used against us. It's being used to control us. It's being used to subdue us. It's being used to stamp that, that sigil on our proverbial arses saying we are owned and we are chattel. And that's what I'm against. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. I mean, check this out. I don't know if you guys, well, I went to church. <laughs> I went to church when I was a kid. So did I. My parents dragged me, and I'm not the stereotypical Catholic church, you know, person. Um, we actually went to an apostolic church, which was kind of close to Pentecostal or whatever. But uh, anyways, the pastor was talking about the end times in the apocalypse. And this is, again, this is in the late seventies, early eighties. And he brought up the fact that our cable boxes were going to be spying on us in the future. And I can't remember exactly what the time frame was he gave us, but he said, he, he actually said our cable boxes are going to be spying on us when cable came out you know, back, back then. And everyone was like, kind of like, what, what, what are you talking about, dude? You know, <laughs> this cable, who's going to be spying on us? And here we are. Our freaking remotes are voice activated. And our phones. And our, and, and our phones. And our Alexa devices. And whatever. Alexa. <clears throat> all that yes. shit. All that shit. Our all lights, that. our refrigerators, our stoves. Eventually. It, the, it no, wasn't happening. It's now, Jer. Look it up. Look yeah, it up. I know. Yeah. I know. I know it's happening. I'm saying eventually it's going to be all of them. It's just right now. It's, it's all in Li-Fi. Li-Fi is the thing. You say Li-Fi, most people still don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> That's why I have three boxes of incandescent light bulbs in my closet. Thank you. Well, and a good here's a hot tip for everyone that I heard is they still in the states that won't sell incandescent bulbs, and I'm in one of those. Uh, you can still get the regular, regular bulbs for lava lamps. They're the same wattage yeah. and they're the same size and uh, they're just smaller, but you can change the wattage on them. And I think you can still that, buy uh, Edison bulbs too. Yes. And that's, that's the stuff mm -hmm. I try to use. Mm -hmm. And, but I mean, they are really, it's crazy. The difference between them I have right now, I plugged in some, some led ones and they're constantly like pulsating i'm like what in the yeah, hell is yeah. going on with these are you have you noticed that they like pulsate and move they're like um they almost like sometimes have like a beat <laughs> like a rhythm <clears throat> yeah. they're, they're weird uh, yeah. that's interesting it's the um it's the oscillation of the frequency of the leds and yeah compact and fluorescence and stuff i hate those compact fluorescents. it's disturbing but isn't that weird how, I mean, we're, we're, we're talking about this in our circles about all this stuff, the government spying on us and all that stuff. And, and, you know, all the way back in, you know, the early eighties, late seventies, you have someone like a pastor telling you this kind of stuff, you know, and it's like, it, it just came out of nowhere. It was weird. It was just really weird. Like he knew, like he really did knew, know that this was going to happen, this kind of thing. Or he was just super paranoid and prescient. But he was I, right. 
Yeah. Well, I'm with Dave on this, though. I think a lot of people, there's no special powers you get to know this stuff. You just, right. you tune in. Just pay attention. Yeah, you tune in, and and a lot of tuning in is some, pra- you know, there's some practices that go along with it, but you can, everyone can get there, I believe. And so these pastors, pastors and uh, the holy, the holier folks, like, you know, these kinds of people that are out that proselyze stuff, they get visions or they get, you know, they're tuned in. And so many, Dave, have been correct. Mm-hmm. I, I pay attention to them. I, I pay attention to some crazy pastors that people are just, they drop their jaw when I mention their names. But I pay, I also listen to uh, and translate Muslims speaking uh-huh. from their pulpits or whatever you call those and I, everyone all everybody's holy people i go in and i allow the translations to happen so i can be informed firsthand this is why when i look i'm rolling my eyes at all the putin stuff it's crazy because it, you can just go listen and tra- have that stuff translated or whatever and see what putin's saying instead of what rachel maddow's telling you putin's saying or the general U.S. right now that hates Putin, no matter what the administration is saying, it's why don't people do this kind of easy due diligence to get to the core of some of this stuff? Instead, we we fall for the spin. We fall for the the people that are telling us something safe. And then you go look into them and you're like, holy shit, this person tried to kill a ton of people and his colleagues tried to try him for crimes against humanity of course i'm talking about dr faust who is Uh, in the mix you know why do we not have more people researching and just scratching the surface a little bit and everyone i come across that buys into these narratives is they bottom out like an npc there it's like well have you listened to putin himself have you listened to trudeau himself have you listened to klaus schwab have you gone and listened to the rabbis have you gone and listened to the crazy you know uh spiritualist christians that really come off but they're the most fun to watch i've got to tell you i love me some perry stone <laughs> i uh, love every- me some kenneth copeland <laughs> COVID-19. Oh my God, I love him. So what to talk about a de- demon. I mean, this man yes. looks completely demonic. Yes. Jerry, doesn't he? Those eyes he does, and everything. He does. He does. God everything told me demons. I needed four yachts. God told me I needed four yachts and five gold bricks to go with it. And, you know, it's like, wait, 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 and, wait, Jerry, JJ just showed up. Hello, JJ. Okay. Continue. Oh, hi, hey, my JJ. darling. JJ is my cousin. She is? Yeah, for real. Yeah, JJ's my cool. cousin. Is she really yeah, your cousin? Cool. Yes, JJ and I are cousins. Blood cousins, or just you're... no blood. We're 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 in in not the real life. We call each other sissy, but in real life, we're blood cousins. Wow, I did not. And know she'll that. say she'll confirm it out there. It's the I, truth. I believe you. I'm, I have no doubt. I just didn't know that. That's 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 cool. I just caught that uh, show that you guys did. Um, I think it was like hollow, around Halloween or something, and uh, JJ was talking about all the ghost stories. Oh my god, <laughs> that was got some freaking stories. awesome! <laughs> I I I I'd like to talk to her one of these days. And and also, I'm sorry I didn't bring it up earlier, but Nish, I really want you to ha- uh, come on my show too. I know I know you don't do things on the weekend very much, or you, you didn't at one time, but you just I'd have, love to to have to book on, her far on, enough on in advance, it. she'll come on. Uh, there, okay. I have some. I'll shoot some weekends I actually have available to you. Okay. Behind, behind the be scenes, fantastic. I have some stuff coming up that 
would be great. That'd be fantastic. I know you'd love the Midnight Blend for sure, but uh, yeah, I'd love to have you on uh, Beyond the Strange. So um, I got we got a question from Oswald for you, Nish. Yes. Uh, what What are your thoughts on uh, Yuval Noah Harari? Oh Lord, have mercy! Of course, Oswald's <laughs> going to take it there. <laughs> well, that I mean, that dude is—he's out there. Holy shit, he is. Well, look at how fast he rose, though. We always need to pay attention to how these people seemingly come out of nowhere, and this includes people in the alternative press. That's why I side eyes people like uh, Stu Peters. Come on, people, wake up. Q and- Peters. Right. Hello. And so Yuval out there is another one of these characters. And of course, he's a child of of Klaus Schwab's weft. Yes. Just like Trudeau, Mm. just like all these other monsters. Why? Mm -hmm. In what world are we looking? If you're looking at Klaus Schwab and you're thinking this man's making sense, I can't get with you. (laughs) No, no. I do want to mention, though, that that video of Harari. Uh, where he's talking about how people are going to just play video games and get UBI for the rest of their life mm-hmm. is from like 2016, I think, or 2017. It's very old. It's not recent. Well, but uh, all of his stuff is just, it's its just, um, wow. I mean, I don't know what to say. Synagogue of Satan? Transhum- can trans- I say that? I, you can. Can I, I say that without getting hurt? Yeah, I I really think it's more just the transhumanistic mindset. These people want to reduce humans to robots and replace everyone with robots. You know, and you you they want to get rid of the human humans basically. Yes. Which oh yeah, it's, to it's me, very clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And <clears throat> end game. My whole philosophy, viewpoint, opinion on what transhumanism is all about is to give vessels to demons Mm. because they can't incarnate on this realm but they want to be here so if 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 they can make uh humans transcend into robots and this transhumanistic you know this immortal life then demons can incarnate into these robots Jerry, you know you're singing my song. I'm with you 100% there, Daddy. It's I really, truly believe this. Like, I have a conviction in that, Jerry. Yeah, me too. I think that's the whole impetus behind all this. And, you know, and I'm not saying that, I guess I am saying it, but there there are a large portion of of elites or elites, if you want to call them that, or uh, people in power who are controlled, whether they know it or not, by these demonic forces. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking and about demons in the Catholic Catholic way. You know, no, not, you're looking at it in the in the real solid, yeah, an energetic way. forces yeah. way. Yeah. Well, see, this is the thing, and this is what is becoming hard. Why it's so hard to talk about some of these elements? I know because because everyone wants to say you say something disparagingly about Yuval or um, say who represents a group because he's obviously Mm -hmm. Jewish. So you say something like we just said about him and that's all of a sudden anti-Semitic. Well, it's not. We need to start getting sensible with this bullshit and, and recognize that these, the shadow hand 
is not the people like the government that's doing our government that's doing a whole bunch of crazy shit in our name that they're not doing it in my name we the weapons of mass destruction all this crazy shit they've done they didn't have my approval i knew that right. shit was crazy from the beginning but i get wrapped into that that whole game right because it's my government and same with these terrible people that are part of like religions so it's like you should be able to criticize these rogue elements i don't care where they are whether they're a jesuit whether they're a jew whether they're an odin baron scandinavian i don't care who they are what they're representing and it's just interesting that people are so butt sore these days that you can't mention uh someone without this getting down into identity politics and then anti this and anti that there's a separation between this shadow hand and the people under it and one of the the key notes here that i find juicy is that the wolf's clothing right running within the herd but not of the herd whether you're a predator or not we talked about that earlier and if you are what you are what you are and so like Yuval is not, I don't think of him as a Jew. I'm sorry, I don't. I think of him as a synagogue of Satan, which is not Jews. And the same with the, Je we could go on. I don't think of the Catholics. I don't think of my ex-mother-in-law as a Jesuit crazy, you know, she might've had her moments, but I, I don't think of her as, you know, that evil hand. And I don't think of her as possessed by these non-human entities and it's so uh, the landscape of language which is kind of what the show is really running about t tonight mm. the landscape of language has us all just pitting against each other over these details that are very important and and to me in the end it's breaking down to are you human and I don't even want to argue that point of with the star seeds, right? We all have all this, all this DNA and we're more, yes, we're more than humans and all that. That's <laughs> kidding. But you know what I'm saying? It, it's yeah. like, we should be able to address the differences in character here. This thing is not like the others, but it's presenting like the others. And we should be able to start parsing that out and identifying what makes that thing separate and why is that thing using this whole group of people as a human shield and i'm seeing that within all the religions i agree and when you come on my show we're going to talk about woo oh you're getting me excited already talking about <laughs> it <laughs> all right that's what i'm talking about <laughs> but you know jerry was spot on there and it that polarizes people too that whole thing now that people are starting to come to terms with that that something else is afoot something else is in the field and through whatever means we need to talk about Fuckery. you know when jerry first started talking about demons are everywhere or uh Jerry, what was that? Everything's demons. Everything is demons. Dot com. Everything's demons. Dot com. <laughs> People, you know, it was a ha ha, but it's not a ha. It's a ha ha. Yes. On one level, yes. it is satire. But on another level, it actually is not satire. On an energetic level, it's Correct. not satire. Correct. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. Totally. And words are power. Words. Words have meaning. In they the beginning, meaning. there was the word. There you go. The sound. The vibration. The frequency. 
week, week, it's so much for me, you guys, comes back to a lot of the Tesla work and Steinmetz work. I mean, seriously, how, how right on were these people with some of this stuff talking about our field of reality? I still think Tesla was an alien. <laughs> and you may very well be right. You, you may very well be right because look at what he did present and we don't even know the fullness of it. Right. And what's the frequency kind of? Yes. What's, <laughs> what, exactly. Now we're, now we're talking. Now we've got gas, mm. you know. <laughs> oh, wait. Russia's got the gas. Russia's got the gas. Oh, don't, even, don't even start going there. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's a joke. It's hard in these conversations. And are you guys noticing that outside of tonight, because I'm usually jovial, you all know that um, it has really truly been just a hard run lately for me. But um, have you noticed how temperamental everyone is right now? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. And and the 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 spiked people are even worse. Yeah. I didn't I, even I mean, tell that's... you what happened to me. Uh, what happened? So <clears throat> my uh, my daughter was down here for 4th of July weekend. Which one? Cassandra. Cassandra, okay. With her boyfriend. And, uh, oh, she's got a boyfriend? Yeah, and they both live with my ex. They moved They moved mm -hmm. out of Chicago and moved down to Georgia. And they In Georgia them. now. Yeah, they're now Ferretta. Anyway, uh, they were down here. And he used to be like a, like a Trump supporter type. Not, I wouldn't say he was right wing, but he wasn't left wing, right? And since he's, and he ran out and got the booster right away. Well, so I'll, just, I'll just throw that out there. But anyway, um, his personality. We talked about that. His personality yeah. completely changed. And he's, he... Uh, we were at dinner, and we, uh, I don't remember how it got brought up, but we were talking about the uh, the voting law change in Georgia. Where one of the stipulations was you had to be – you couldn't hand out water to people within 50 feet of the polling place because it's considered electioneering because you can brand water bottles with candidates and stuff. But you can do all the stuff we saw in the last election. Okay. You can cover up the viewing windows and this is, these are new laws <laughs> right. since then. Okay. I know. I'm just, I'm just being crazy. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> one of the stipulations of this law was that you, the there were groups handing out water bottles to people who were waiting in line. Right. And the, they, sometimes they were branded with Republican or democratic insignia. And to pass out that type of material is considered electioneering, regardless if it's on a bottle of water or a flyer. It doesn't matter. You can't do that, right? So they just they amended the law to say you couldn't hand out water bottles within 50 feet of the polling place, which I think is completely reasonable. And honestly, if you know you're going to stand in line for three hours, bring your own fucking water, okay? Don't, right, again, yeah. logic. Yeah, logic. So anyway, he starts going. We're at dinner with uh, my my sister, her husband, and another couple, like seven of us at this table. And he, and we was talking about the water. He was like, it's so stupid, you can't have water bottles. I'm like, it's because it's a, of electionary. I tried to explain it to him, right? And he yells at me in this restaurant. 
Shut up. Just shut up. I don't want to hear about your politics. I don't want to. <laughs> like, oh, my I'm God. Like, I'm like, this has nothing to do with politics. It's I, I'm just the, I mean, it does have it was political, but it wasn't my viewpoint on politics. It was I was explaining why the law went into place. And he just he just jumped on my throat, didn't apologize or anything. My uh, Cassandra got up, walked away. She came back, and then after everyone left, she starts bawling. <laughs> like, mm. She was completely upset by the whole incident. It was like totally unlike this guy who never says a word, who just jumped on my throat about this. But yeah, it That's was just, weird. But again, I'm how saying, did the, how his, did you how did that get reconciled? Did it? Uh, he texted me three days later and apologized. He said, sorry again, but it was actually the first time. And I was letting them stay here and stuff. So anyway, I, I don't want to get into her relationship issues, but there are issues there. I'm just bringing up the point that his personality changed drastically. And I've noticed yeah. that in a lot of people. Well, yeah. yeah. I'm seeing a lot of like TikTok, not, not even TikTok videos, just videos like on on Twitter or something and how these people are going to these or they're in these, you know, fast food restaurants, they're freaking jumping over the counter on oh top of the counter. They're yes. going, they're, they're trying to attack workers because they're just, because there's no chicken sauce. <laughs> exactly. It's like, how Where's my chicken nugget sauce? Man. But you know what? I saw in one of those oh videos. God. I saw one of those videos. The employee actually came back with a big ass stick and started beating the hell out of those customers that jumped jumped over the counter. I saw and that I'm, one too, and, Dave. And I'm with him. I'm with that guy. Don't you come over the counter? <laughs> oh no, I agree. And see, there, if you're Don't defending, you come over the counter. if you're defending yourself now, you're immediately the wrong person. Like right. immediately for defending your space and defending yourself and trying to uh, stand your ground, you're the one in trouble when they come. It's so fucked up right now. I can't believe how all this is playing out. Exactly. And, you know, th that that really sucks that that happened to your daughter, Jerry. That's, that's messed up. Um, and, yeah. you know, uh, hopefully, you know, it, it's it's not something that we think about, like on these shows that's changed him like forever or anything like that. And, you know, hopefully it was, he was just having a day or something, but, um, but yeah, it's, it's going around the world and it's what right after 2020, 2021. Oh yeah. No, it's in context. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it <laughs> has really built wrapping up. I, I do want to mention though, it had built up from there. We had been talking earlier about the <laughs> Supreme court decision because the whole Roe versus Wade thing, it just happened. And that's yeah, true. Which, of course, a lot of people on the left are, take, are looking at it in the wrong way. You know, they don't want the government involved with their body, bodily choices. But that's exactly what the Supreme Court did was get the government out of their bodily choices by by returning it to the states. They took themselves out of any decisions there. Yeah. So, and I mean, it's brought it back to state stuff. I mean, correct. That's kind of what which is the way this is all be. about. Exactly. Right? And I was Local trying to government. I was explaining that to him and he just wouldn't have any of it. So, I mean, that probably mm -hmm. would prime that whole pump for his outrage. But still, uh, anyway, it's getting late. But there was a time, Jer. Yep. I mean, remember when we could have these conversations? Yes. And yes. 
you know, I mean, how many conversations have you and I had where we've had, I mean, there've been moments and we always, I love you to death. Me too. No I don't think we've ever how, disagreed that much on anything like that. No, never, but it, we still have. Yeah, sure. And it, you know, but nowadays like little tiny things, people are just snapping and yep. it's scorched. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It's like, you can't disagree and just and agree that this is my perspective where I'm standing and that's yours. And, and here's why this is my perspective and, and see Jerry, that's what I, and Dave, this is what I'm noticing is when you actually start asking real questions about, all right, well, let's look at the structure of this, whatever we're talking about, and let's break down the structure and put aside our emotions and put aside what we think and look at the structure and dynamics of whatever it is we're talking about. And that's the stuff that triggers people. And I see that with you all the time, Jerry, you try to bring down, talk about the structure of stuff like you're talking about with the government. Yes. This is the structure of it. You're, there's no opinion there. Right. It's this not, is the structure. Yeah. I'm not Facts. political. I'm not political. I'd never choose a side. I, I never choose sides. I'm not. I refuse to be just labeled. I refuse to choose a side. I'm just, I'm an outside observer and this is what I see happening. And that's, yeah. and people but can't handle that. That freaks people. people. Yes, it does. Yeah. What? You're not, you're not this. And well, if you're not, the whole thing with the left lately is if you're not left, you're right. Like, oh, absolutely. No. There's no middle ground. Extreme, right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. There's no middle ground. We've lost. It's literally looks like it's black and white out there. Yes. <laughs> just, sh just shut up and wear your mask. <laughs> right. <laughs> Shellback. Yes. Like, thank you, Shellback. Well, I just keep hearing fucking uh, Paul Rudd's voice in my head. <laughs> from, from hey, if you didn't hear someone's voice, Paul Rudd's voice is the one. <laughs> oh my God! Well, well, he put out that commercial for New York. Yes, um, yes, he did. And I clipped it for for Grimstake, and we play. He plays it all the time. Or James, one of the two of those guys, play it on the show all the time. Just shut up and wear your mask. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. It's science. It's a commercial. It's hilarious. Jesus. Oh my God. Anyway, that's a great note well, to end the show. It's been two hours. Yes. Yes, indeed. This has been a really great show. It's been dynamic. I'm actually in a better mood. It's been so difficult. And, uh, but you're, you know, Dave, like we said in the beginning, I mean, Dave's like, you're like crew to me, we're old school. Like family. OG. Yeah. I mean, it just seems indeed. like we were all there. And so it's been a great pleasure. It was a great pleasure to have you recently on a round table, which the cosmic salon will get out soon. It's been a, another great pleasure to have you with Jerry and I here in the obelisk. It's shocking. I, like Jerry said, I can't believe we haven't had you on. Yeah. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> I was going to say, I'll see you in another 10 years. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> no, we, we could start having you on every other month. Like we have Suzanne on. <laughs> I haven't seen my Suzanne in a minute and I miss her. I, love I think, her. I think what we should do is, um, <clears throat> so that panel, the panel show we did a few weeks ago, mm -hmm. I really enjoyed that. And oh, that was fun. So maybe we can do that more often with a with a more steady panel, like have Dave and Suzanne, and maybe like one one roll. One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. I like it a lot. Yeah, the flowing of yeah. it, and even and you know this is what's great about the OG our OG because we all knew each other before in the time before, and 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 we still are sensible. We're still able to 
disagree on things and still come together. And we might be totally different in our in our physical circumstances, in our worldviews, although we're not that diff different, but we all have differences here. And this is, it's always such a pleasure to come together with people that are thinking critically, logically, asking questions and trying to get down to the base of things. I just, I value this so much. And the deeper into this bullshit we're getting, the more I value this. So I truly, I love you both for being who you are in the field and still being human. Love you more. Oh, uh, <laughs> I have to come on to cruising with steak to do some sexual harassment. There you that's go. Where I, every Tuesday. That's where I've been oh, I want to hear that. Every Tuesday, <laughs> 9 p.m. Eastern. Diana. Dave, you want to plug anything before we go? Uh, sure. Thank you. Uh, first of all, again, thank you for having me on the show. This was great. I lo always love talking to you guys and um, definitely got to definitely got to do it more often. Um, First of all, yes, uh, Beyond the Strange. It's on Sunday night, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, you can uh, go to the website at beyondthestrange.com. Everything's there for the links and stuff like that. Um, so check it out. Uh, Jerry is uh, on Midnight Blend as well as Pulp Addicts Pod. Um, it's which, on Twitch. Which is on hiatus. <laughs> on hiatus. And on hiatus, two things Jerry hates, but uh, Jerry yeah. loves a season break. Yeah, no, I, I have no problem with season break. Oh, okay, cool, right on. So I yeah, just, we're, just we're, we're, we're coming back to you. <laughs> there you go. But uh, that, but uh, pulp addicts will be back at the end of August, so not very long. It's it'll be here soon. Uh, we're going into season two, so uh, there you go. Um, and uh, I am on Twitter at strange. <clears throat> Dave seven zero and the show's Twitter is at strange days 2015. Right. And you could find well, all those, again. all those links in the description of this, this video. And I'm going to plug something, Jer. Wait one second. I want to give a shout out to the two people who gave us super chats tonight. LMM right on. and Marie Therese of the spirits. Thank you so much for that. We really appreciate it. Okay. Oh, go. Thank you. Thank you. LMN and, uh, Saint Teresa out there, sister, sending you big love. I, I love her. Um, I just want to point out that Dave Cruz will be on a, a soon-to-be-published roundtable with Dave Cruz, Justin Williams of the Hidden Gateway Podcast, and uh, Masaki. And it was a it was Masaki good, Magawa? Wasn't it, Dave? Yeah, that was awesome. Wasn't it great? And we talked, you know, we focused a little bit on race and mm -hmm. that was kind of the focus, but we did end up meandering around and it was just a really great show. Again, was, yep. gentlemen, Dave, I Dave, mean, absolutely. You guys were absolute gentlemen there. Dave Thank called you. me after that show and I could hear his boner. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was a, it was a great round table. And I, <laughs> But it was, that. Dave, it was a good round table and everyone was so relevant in there. And we didn't, no holds barred. We were speaking, you know, the way we are here. We're speaking truly and not, and without mm -hmm. fear because mm -hmm. everyone wants to pit us against each other and right. we're not, we're not allowing it, are we? No way. Not at all. Fuck the haters. Thank no, you no. everyone though that, that has come here and that co will come here in the future. We, we appreciate Thanks, guys. it. Look how deep in we're getting to this, everyone. That was wonderful. Thank you. Thank you all in the chat. Thank mm -hmm. you, everyone listening. Yes, thank you, everyone. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back. Uh...
two weeks. Gotta look at the calendar. Hold on. <clears throat> we back uh, on the twenty. No, that's today. Sorry, on the seventeenth of August, we back, and we may have a show in between with Bart Cybrell. We're doing a, a recording with him on the ninth, so. I don't well, know. we could also, Jerry, in one of these Wednesdays that we don't have scheduled, we could do one of those panels you were just talking about. Yeah, I just haven't scheduled yet. I'm saying the next scheduled broadcast is on the 17th. Hey, hey, hey. With, with ball busters. Ball busters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. With Daniel of Daniel, ball busters. Yes, Ooh, yes. He is he is the deep well. I He's fun. Dave, you should get him on. Okay. So I'm telling you, you will have a fantastic chat with him. I'll hook you up with him. Yeah. All right. Do it. Cool. All right. Great. Well, thank All you, right. everyone. Thank you, everyone. Yep. Sorry. Thanks. Thanks, everyone. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Good night.